My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I did listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. And it's, it's a trio today. Uh, Amanda is having a bit of a storm, loses power. It's uh, not looking good a over there. Cold a very cold one. Oh, it's freezing. Uh, listen, Canada's getting getting hammered by the cold. Can- Canada is canada Ian. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> You're getting all our cold. <laughs> like we're like the temperatures are plunging tonight and he was showing me like a like a like a satellite map that has like you know the colder it is like the bluer it gets and right over montreal it was so cold that it was just white they didn't have a color for it oh, no like they were just like i was like well Fuck well. me! <laughs> like, I'm, um, guess I'm staying home for. So we we had to go out today to like we're like let's just get like the next four days worth of food so we like yep. don't have to leave the house. So anyways, so it's just the three of us, and uh, we're here. Uh, we're gonna talk about a fella. We're just here to some talk fella. about a fella. Just a fella. Just I a feel fella. like I always love doing these intros because I feel like you've already you've read the title of the episode <laughs> already. You've already, clicked, mystery. you've already clicked play. You know who we're talking about. Uh, that's right. We're talking about the man, the myth, the legend, Kim Nam Gil, as part of the conclusion, I guess, of like Island Month. We had a lot of fun with Island for a we'll, while. We'll have one other like yeah, video or live stream to round this yeah. out, like at Do the we'll, end. We'll, but like Island will return. Yeah. <laughs> and, and definitely will, you know probably pick up other people and, and you know and I, yeah i feel like eventually we'll probably like a challenge blue episode yeah. like let's really let's, really let's be let's be truthful with ourselves we know <laughs> us as, there'll probably be a sung june episode we know us as people yeah you we, know we know us as people so it's just the whole podcast is I mean, just you, the island you episode, probably could have guessed know? it too like you could, could figure out who we are as people as yeah well. just, <laughs> yeah like like yeah. if you listen to the island episode, we were just like some truth, some truth. Like it's kind of fun. <laughs> we wanted to talk today about Kim Tom Gill, who I think probably has the largest filmography of anyone that we will be talking about today. Well, I think rivals Kim Hayseok. So Kim Hayseok probably wins. I, I meant yeah. like of the island people that we would oh, do. Oh, okay. that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Cause he's been he's been in the game for a while, okay. He like has. he's been he's he's been doing his thing for a long time now, and he's a talented fella. And we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. Uh, before we get into this, uh, we all pre literally thirty seconds before hitting record tonight, we realized that we needed to figure out where we saw him first. And we have the real answer and the actual answer, okay? So there's, like, an accurate answer and a truthful answer. So there's an accurate answer in which that, yes, was the first time we saw him in a show, but then there's the true answer of when we noticed him as an actor. So I, I feel like accurate answer is the same for all three of probably us. yeah yeah and that is fun fact he was in my lovely samsoon <laughs> uh, did not remember that if, the point- if you're curious he's a super super side 
small character that you won't notice. It's fine. Well, at the point I was watching my lovely Sam Stone, um, that was like one of my first dramas. Yeah, so like, like I wasn't recognizing girly, anybody like, like in the like <laughs> acting world. But but even I went and relooked up the clips. I was like, oh, I would have, yeah, I still would have. If I was just rewatching the show, I'm not sure I would have clocked him. Like that's. I will. I will say this yeah. though. He looks exactly the same. Like in his not aged. It's not I, really yeah, aged. And everything I've watched him in, no matter what year it is, that no time like vampire style timeless. So what's the what's yeah. the true what's the true answer? the true answer so for me the pirates is when i was like oh yeah. he was the lead in that so yeah you can't really yeah, you can't was, really miss it that no, was mine yeah. as well the fruit yeah pirates. um so like the first official like actual thing that i watched with him was through the darkness so recently mm. but like the fiery priest was so, mm, was so big. like so big and so like present on my timeline that like i definitely knew of him because of like people talking yeah. about that show but I never watched the show, so. Mm -hmm. And then also, like, at the time, I remember us talking to each other about, like, he, kind of, he got hurt during the filming yeah. of that oh, show. Oh, yeah, that's so right. So we, we, like, talked about how he did a lot of his own action stuff and whatever. Like, I, I feel, remember us talking about that. I feel like we that. might have mentioned him getting hurt on a Newsnos episode. We probably, probably. did. I, like, I yeah. feel like that was something that we did talk about. But, uh, yeah, it was the Pirates. It was the Pirates for me. Yeah. So now, Sky, tell us the story of Kim Nam <laughs> Okay, Kim Nam Gil. Um, that is his given birth name. Um, mm -hmm. He was born March 13th, 1980. So, Opa. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't normally get those. <laughs> or he recently was in an interview and he, he, he got asked like what he likes his fans to call him like his younger fans to call him and he's like uncle he likes being called uncle he as you see he hello but, but then of course of course the 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 hard the diehard fans were like i'd prefer to call him husband like, <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah um so he attended a two-year college uh myongji university he majored in theater and movies but he eventually dropped out and didn't complete his studies um, he worked under Star J Entertainment Management Company when he started working professionally in the industry. Uh, he won the 31st audition for the NBC television network. It led him to perform various super minor roles for NBC. Um, at that time, in 2005, he wanted to change to a more exotic name of Lee Han. So so exotic, <laughs> so exotic. Um, that didn't last very by, long, did it? <laughs> by twenty eight, so, by two thousand eight, so just three years later, <laughs> he reverted back to his birth name yeah, because the director of Public Enemy Returns, Kang Woo Suk, was like, "Nah, you just go back to your birth name." Man. So like, <laughs> it's, a it's a better name. It's a better name. Yeah, no. As far as like where he really started getting noticed more, and we'll talk about this all later, but essentially Portrait of a Beauty, a movie, was his first historical movie, and that's the one that people were like, Oh, who's this fella? He's doing stuff. And but and then that's what led to two thousand nine Great Queen Sion Duck mm -hmm. and the role as Bidam, which was like the thing that made him super duper popular. 
Um, People love a good Fagut, man. They do, they do. He also, he joined a theater troupe. I only saw this in one spot. Um, He joined a theater troupe back in 2000. Like, that's, I only saw that in one place. Uh, So yeah, that's that's how he started doing those things. Um, He got super popular after that, honestly. Um, So this actually, around the same time. So when he finished filming Queen Seonduk, that's when he started his charity work, essentially. So he got super popular, and in 2010, he visited Indonesia, which had been hit by an earthquake. And that's what really started him being more interested in charity work. He, When he was there, he was pretty uncomfortable with the fact that cameras were following him as he did his work. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. But when he saw the documentary later that was made from that and how much money the documentary made to go back to that stuff that made him realize actors with their influence and things, what they could possibly do with their fame, even because I think he's kind of the type of person he's an extrovert, but he really doesn't like calling attention to himself when he's really doing charity work all that much. Mm -hmm. He only is really calling attention to himself doing it because it earns money back to the thing that he's trying to earn money for. So he kind of figured out like how helpful that was. Um, and from then on, that was like, he started paying attention to other disasters that happened in the Philippines and things like that. He eventually started in 2013 his not-for-profit organization for culture and arts, which is Gill Story. So that's He also started an entertainment company, but I'll get to that in a second. They are named the same thing. They're two different things. Um, it's his name and the word story. It's, it's his story. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it was formed in 2013. It does a lot of stuff. It's very much an umbrella. It has a lot of projects under it. It has a lot of people that do things with it, create a lot of content. Um, the list of types. So like the common things that you would expect to think of like in an arts and culture organization Things like photographers, writers, musicians, artists. Like, that that's a common thing. Oh, they're going to make content. But also people that the types of specialists that are listed under it are doctors of oriental medicine, IT experts, lawyers, accountants, translators. Mm, yeah. um, so they just do a variety of things. Kind of the main, if you want to do two main umbrella things that they do. They do a lot with cultural heritage sites um, and creating content kind of to bring more attention to them, but also kind of tell people stories in relation to those places. Hmm. But then second, but also the other half is like assisting kind of underprivileged people in various ways. So you kind of get both of those halves going on. Mm -hmm. Um, Back in 2013, they did raise like 30,000 US dollars to, or 35 million won to help people displaced by the typhoon in the Philippines in 2015, they raised 19 million won to help preserve the Seoul wall. So like sometimes they work with like the Seoul government, like they, Mm -hmm. they're even really close ties with that when they're working on these like preservation type things. Um, In 2019, he did start doing stage shows for his organization so, like, the first one, I, I think the first one was in 2019. It was called Kim Nam Gil's Best Show in the Universe. <laughs> <laughs> and he hosted it. And I think other celebrities, like, would come do things as well. And it was just to raise money. It was to celebrate the five-year anniversary of the organization, but to raise money and put it towards 
the organization, but also just charity projects that they wanted to give money to. Um, so then, like, recently, in to 2022, they, they did another version of that stage show. I wrote it down. It was named something slightly different. Uh, Kim Namgil's Universe's Strongest Show. I love it. I love the energy. I love the and he does. He does, like, crazy, he does, like, crazy things, but he gets all types of celebrities to come and do stuff. Um, so for that one the money the funds that were raised there was it was recently released just a couple weeks back that the funds went to launch a new campaign and the campaign was companion horse campaign it's to improve awareness of animal rights and to spread civic awareness through the treatment and pro- protection of abandoned racehorses um, so the way this all started there's the uh so there's there's a quote from him like where this all came from he said recently i've been taking pictures with horses a lot so i became interested in animals appearing in the media they were mainly retired racehorses but i know now how to help them because the racehorses often are abandoned or traded illegally when they are injured um he came up with the campaign himself he hopes that awareness of animal rights will spread through the campaign and the treatment of animals filmed together will be improved so also <laughs> specific <laughs> but also specifically so to make it even more oh my goodness um there was a specific horse named starry knight that starry knight worked as a racehorse from 2008 to 2011 discharged from service rescued from an abandoned farm where they had been where the horse had been doing horseback riding stuff for like 10 years Mm -hmm. the horse was so skinny that the ribs were exposed and the legs were severely swollen from so much running now so they rescued the horse and the horse is now in a sanctuary in jeju and all the funds from that stage show that he did um donated towards this and also plus m entertainment which was a part of like the hunt movie that I mm-hmm. think he was a part of. Yep. They they joined in donating towards this as well. So mm-hmm. like, and also not not just Ye Kim Nam Gil, but like all there's a lot of celebrities that were involved in his stage show for this. So like a lot of people donated their effort and time. So, so cool. it was really nice that. Um, so yeah, they saved a retired racehorse, <sighs> and, they, and they they will continue to do so. Like this you is something what? that became really important to him. I see why so many fans call him <laughs> the know? perfect man. Doesn't ex- oh, wait. Oh, wait, hold, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh, Excuse oh. me, sir. I'll talk about his uh, hobbies for a second. So, uh, oh, this could either make him the perfect man or less of a perfect man. Let's find out. Well. You know when you look at these bios and some of them are ancient compared yeah. to like what you actually see of these people when you watch their like variety show appearances and stuff? So I'm pretty sure this was an anciently old bio. This is what it said his hobbies are. Play, playing the flute. <laughs> Love it. Tap Love dancing. Perfection. Mm-hmm water skiing and taekwondo now the taekwondo thing i actually believe yeah mm-hmm. no you know what i believe all of it <laughs> i i believe all of it i don't know I, like I when i think believe. of kim nam gil do i think tap dancing uh, i you know listen maybe where i fell off maybe he needs you know de-stress put on them old metal metal sold shoes do a little tippity tap as far as what i have seen his hobby be 
from like his appearance in Master in the House, a variety show, he likes walking a lot. <laughs> he walks everywhere. That's like that's his the, thing. The tap dancing was too frenetic, too crazy. <laughs> He's just gotta go on a chill meditative walk. Just like He's doing walk. some walking meditation, just having he, a good time. He also really loves comic books. Like that is mm-hmm. it has been a that. huge thing for him. So the two things that he likes drawing inspiration from for his acting, comic books are a big one. He talked about it a lot on Master in the House episode. On Ma- on this Master in the House episode, the- in case you don't know, the way that show is set up, there's they go to famous people, and the famous people are kind of supposed to teach them a variety of things or whatever. Mm-hmm. Kim Nob Gil didn't want to do that. He just kind of made it like a fun outing, essentially, the entire time. <laughs> And one of the parts of it was they went to one of those uh, like comic book cafe type places Fine. and they just sat there and like ate and read comic books. Um, he pulls he pulls a lot of inspiration for those. Um, so even his B-Dom role in the Queen's Seon Duck, like a lot of the facial expressions and stuff, mm-hmm. he, he has a specific cartoon character that he pulled from for that. Um and, and it's like a historical comic book or whatever. He's one of us, everyone. <laughs> one of and us. So secondarily, he loves all the comedians, like in Korean entertainment. Like mm-hmm. he 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 just adores, and he's he's very easy to laugh. Like he's just mm-hmm. constantly laughing. Um. So anytime he works with a comedian, like on a variety of shows stuff, like he just kind of glomps onto him because he just thinks they're like the best person ever, and. uh he uses comedians as inspiration for his acting as well for the roles that mm-hmm. that's appropriate. Like he likes mm-hmm. all the expressions and stuff. I think he likes to kind of figure out how he can implement those things. Mm-hmm. So as far as his personality, everyone calls him like a puppy dog. He is so chatty on sets of filming and stuff to where like his senior actors like they're like oh my gosh he is talking all the time so they give him a hard time about that so what you're telling me is he's not like van (laughs) (laughs) he's the complete opposite he's pretty much the complete opposite is what you're telling me (laughs) uh yeah so he gets people another thing people kind of make they say he's immature they don't mean that like as a jab like playful. they mean it as he's always playful like mm-hmm. no matter if he's dealing with a senior in the industry or like someone younger than him um he he always likes to keep the mood light he he's very very encouraging so with island in particular like we kind of talked about this but He's just very encouraging to like all of his co-stars with everything. He will, he'll, he'll go when he's not even filming, he'll go watch their filming and he'll give pointers and stuff and he'll just try to help, which that's, he's been in the industry for so long. He, mm-hmm. he doesn't have to do that. Like, yeah. it's a very sweet gesture that he does things like that. So, and it's not just like his peers as far as age or notoriety. He does that for people that haven't been in the industry as long, so. That's really cool. Um, and I guess another side note that I didn't even write down, but like obviously he does a lot of his own stunts at this point. Mm-hmm. As far as if that's wise or not, that's up to him yeah, to figure well, out. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's your body, my guy. 
I guess I do have a few more things. So one little side note, there was a, um, back in 2021, there was a gallery um, that showed 200 Korean actors and actresses that was displayed at the Korean Cultural Center in New York. Mm-hmm. It also is online. It's called The Actor is Present. Um, it's still oh, online. Yeah, yeah. You can still check it out. Um, it's black and white pictures and sm- descriptions and bios of all of these movie actors and actresses um, over the years. And it's it's really cool. So they kind of have a summary of like what kind of personifies that person so what they said about him was sexy but pure serious but comical he has a multi-layered image where various moods coexist which Hmm. even in his most recent interview they asked him like sexy or cute and he's like both like (laughs) i'm both i'm I'm gonna be real i just like googled it to look at the pictures these pictures got real dilf energy to them. <laughs> like, like I'm looking at them and and dilf we'll have energy. a we'll have a link on our uh, post, okay. but it's really easy to find. It's it's literally the actor is present dot kr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so if you want to go check it out, there's a ton of other actors and actresses on there. It's a pretty neat little online gallery yeah. at this point. Um, there, of course, are a ton of details about the physical um, gallery and stuff that existed back in. 2021 so there's a lot about that um some other things so recently as far as what types of roles he wants now in life his recent interview he said i want to try mellow romance Mm -hmm. king he wants to be a king and i'm also good (laughs) i'm also good in romantic comedy i don't know why they keep sending action dramas. I'm tired of doing action now. Yeah, uh, I would like. I would like to see him smooch. Thank you. Like <laughs> he's also he's also super playful when he's doing this. So yeah. as far as like, does he actually hate action? No, no. He probably just done a little too many in the like back to back. Yeah. <laughs> I would also like to see him in these things. You yeah. Know, why, why not combine? Why? Combine all of those ideas. There's a drama out there that's like a romantic comedy, but also mellow about mm-hmm. a sake, a king, sake, or fantasy yeah. king. Perfect. Just he's waiting yeah. for you. Just send him, send it to him. Well, what's funny? There was an interview with the Island cast, and they were like, "What type of shows do you typically watch in your spare time?" And all of them were like. We mostly watch rom-coms. So it, he was like, yeah, I really like rom-coms. I don't really watch action. <laughs> He's like, I, I unwind with a good rom-com. It's like, okay, buddy. That's fun. Um, oh, one other thing I wanted to say about his appearance on Master in the House. He donated his entire pay thing to the charity that they were raising money for so as they were doing that episode they counted all the steps of the two days on pedometers that each of the Mm -hmm. cast members did and so they did all these activities to try to get more steps the entire time Mm -hmm. um and as they got x amount of steps they donated so much money towards an organization that was raising funds for school supplies for kids in need and so they helped like over 100 kids but then just through a text, like they showed, he, he didn't make it a big deal. It was like after the fact, he told them to just donate his fee 
to the same organization. Oh, he seems like a good egg. <laughs> he seems like a real good egg. That's what, that's what my grandmother would have said. He seems like a good egg. <laughs> we all want to marry him. Yeah. He's really, he's really the type of person that, like... <laughs> If, if you were lost in Korea, you wish you could just call somebody like that up and be like, can you come help me for a second? Like, he would be okay. the perfect place to like, you know, you are like visiting Korea and you know him and you're like, oh, I'm going to call up this person because he will tell me everywhere to go and like find yeah. the fun stuff, you know? And like, then he'll be like, some yeah, people just are just good at that. Like, I'll just take you. I'll just take you. Don't worry about it. Let's go. And what I find is like really funny about him is that he he's very like big on dad humor like, yeah that's how he is the deal energy do, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> very very corny <laughs> you're like this is great so and it fun. feels it feels pretty old school a lot of the times yes. too yeah. and it's like oh that's funny and he's not that old like he's only yeah, a couple really years not. older than me you know right i was i was watching the episode of him on the manager um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where he, he is, he is the manager in the manager. Yeah. Like, he's not the one being managed because he has exactly one person at his entertainment. Oh, let me spit off of that a oh. second. I forgot. I have a little paragraph. So, the entertainment industry that he started, Gil Story Entertainment, mm-hmm. uh, in 2021, that's when he started that. He was a co-CEO, um, but they kind of call him the main CEO. It's him and then the actress that was featured on the manager with him. Um, yeah. That's it. Lee Soo Kyung. So, like, she's younger. She's mm-hmm. super, super introverted, which is comical because he is not. Mm-hmm. Um, but also at the same time, he's very gentle. So, like, he yeah. doesn't, you know, he doesn't yeah. push her or anything. Yeah. But you can talk about it now. I just wanted to mention, oh, yeah. like, that so, that's that other part. So, basically, it, like, the episode is really funny because they really actually good. didn't tell any of the other people that he was there. So, all of, like, the regular hosts of the show think that they're gonna see her manager and then it like the show starts and then you see kim namgil being like oh what are we doing today and they're like wait no no and then they're like is, is he here is is he here right now and then you know like they're like he's here and they're like get him, get him in here don't make him sad like what the hell is this but anyway he is so sweet to her he is very just, sweet and just like so nice to all of his employees and like it's just there's the one scene where they're in the car and they're talking about like whatever the what is it the movie or the drama that like had just aired or whatever and it was like getting really good reviews and stuff and he was like talking about how he read it because he had like read all this stuff while he was waiting for her to do stuff to like take her and he's like i'm really excited that like everybody's like really receptive of it and everybody says you're you have you're good actress and stuff and i it's really great to hear that sort of thing and he was very like Dad. Yeah, dad. It was bad energy. I'm, yeah. He's like, I'm very I'm proud, proud of you. Of you. <laughs> and, yeah. he, and it was like the most sincere thing too. He was gen- yeah. he genuinely like, this is really great, and I, you should be really proud of yourself. Type deal. And I was just and, like, and like if you're if you're wondering it, it, why it, this actress is the only actress in his company, they did actually star in a movie together where she played his younger sister. So it, mm-hmm. I feel like. Which movie was it? Uh, it was Odd Family, the zombie oh, movie. Oh, yeah. I, di- I didn't get around to seeing that no. one. Oh, I did. <laughs> I, oh, I, I did. You'll hear about it. <laughs> yeah, you'll, 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 you'll tell you all about it. Uh, but but, but what, what, is, oh. what is nice about that manager episode is like, 
he kind of like he play he's playful with her and stuff but again mm-hmm. it's never awkward and it's never forced and you can tell that even though she's super introverted she's very comfortable with him mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. and so she even though he's the ceo he's yeah. the boss and he's also very much a senior in the industry but it's obvious that he's like hyper approachable and, and he's I still and like he's awesome. still roasting her jokingly about being <laughs> terrible at cooking like it's yeah. you know like it's funny like yeah. it's, it's or, or, or he'll be friend. like oh we we had to pay money for this like the whole like yeah not mm-hmm. liking to spend money stuff yeah <laughs> like it's a good time they're like making the candy and he stirs it and she's like no you can't stir oh, it <laughs> like and he just kind of walks out. <laughs> he, just, he literally just like silently like you know like the gif of like homer simpson like retracting into the bushes that was basically him just like leaving the room he, he like when he got them coffee and he kind of just like came back and was like coffee just appeared <laughs> it's, it's a fun episode you should they, they have a coffee it. shop in the building yeah. for the company and anyone can get whatever coffee drinks yeah. they want anyone who works at the company can get yeah and all the like free. the hosts were really excited about that they were like oh that's really sweet that's really nice it like uh, promotes a lot of like niceness in the company because you can go and get coffee <laughs> <laughs> And what was also funny about it is he, so he would end up like taking her to interviews and whatever, but sometimes he would kind of forget the role that he was supposed to be as the manager. He would just kind of like start gabbing with people just because that's him. And then he'd be like, oh, you need to talk to her. Okay. Like, I'll be quiet he's now. He's not a sorry. very good manager, but he's, it's okay. Because it was just for tried. He tried. Goofs. He tried. <laughs> well when you know everybody you're so yeah. used to like being the one who's like in those situations you just kind of do it like you don't even think about it yeah it was just really cute so i highly recommend that episode mm-hmm. so we're gonna like mix it up a little normally we do the awards later but like i feel like between the three of us we may have watched many a thing that we want to chat about so we're just gonna go through his uh vast amounts of awards and nominations mm-hmm. now um uh, Jesse's gonna take us through his yes. storied history of his. And his I will awards. say a little shout out. Um, this was actually Amanda's section, so she's the one who compiled all this research. So I'm gonna give credit where credit is due. So let's pretend like I'm Amanda. <laughs> yeah, we due to shenanigans, we had to shuffle some stuff around. That's so. fine. But I just wanted to make sure, you know, a little, little nod to Amanda who couldn't be here with us. Um, so yeah. I'm gonna go through this pretty quickly because there's a lot of awards here um so in 2008 um he was nominated for the best new actor in in public enemy returns at the blue dragon film awards and then in 2009 uh he won the new tv icon at the style icon awards he also was nominated for best new actor in uh queen son duck and won the excellent excellence award and best couple for queen son so on duck at the NBC Drama Awards. Awards. People love that show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, at the Korean Culture and Entertainment Awards, um, he won Best New Actor for Modern Boy. At the Grand Bell Awards, he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor and Best New Actor in Modern Boy. And then in 2010, um, he won Best New Actor in Television for Queen So on Duck for at the Big Sing. Art Awards, and then for the SBS Drama Awards, he was nominated for Top Excellence Award in Bad Guy. Uh, there was a little bit of break, and then in 2013, he was nominated for Best or for Top Excellence Award 
um, Actor and Excellence Award Actor in Mid-Length Drama for Work in Shark at the KBS Drama Awards. In 2014, at the Asian Film Awards Special Awards, he won Asian Rising Star. In 2015, at the Buell, Buell, sorry, Film Buell. Awards, um, he was nominated for Best Actor in Shameless. 2016, at the Bixang Art Awards, he was nominated for Most Popular Film Actor in Pandora. And then in 2019, be right Things away. went down. Things went down <laughs> Things in went 2019. Down. Okay, at the Bexang Art Awards, he was nominated for Best Actor Te- Actor Television in The Fiery Priest. In the Busan International Film Festival, he won for Best Actor for The Fiery Priest. In the Grimmay Awards, he won Best Actor for The Fiery Priest. In the Cre- uh, Korean Broadcasters Awards, he won Best Actor for The Fiery Priest. <laughs> There's a thing. Uh, SBS Drama Awards, he was nominated for Top Excellence Awards and Producers Award and won the Daesang, which is the grand prize, like big award uh, for his work in. Can you guess it? Stay with us, the Fire Fire (laughs) Priest. And then in the Solner (laughs) National Drama Awards, he won Outstanding Korean Actor for the Fire Priest. And then he was also awarded the Prime Minister's Commendation by the country of South Korea which is an award uh, for contributing to the arts and Korean pop culture. What a year 2019 what was. A right? <laughs> what a year. What a year. He was cleaning up. He was cleaning up. So in 2020, he won uh, won the Performer Awards Actor for the Fiery Priest at the Korea PD Awards. Um, and he was also listed as the 17th on the Forbes Korea Power Celebrity list. Ooh. In 2021, uh, at the Brussels International Fantastic Film Festival, he won the Silver Raven Award for The Closet. And That's, then, that sounds pretty prestigious, that Silver it Raven Award. It does. <laughs> and then in 2022, which is the most current thing, he won a slew of things. Um, but all for one, <laughs> one, one show. Um, and so, this one deserved. 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 So. Yeah. And the Solar National Drama Awards, he was nominated for Best Actor in Through the Darkness. For SBS Drama Awards, he was nominated for Director's Award, Top Excellence Award, and Best Supporting Team for Through the Darkness. And then he won the day sing. Uh, the Blue Dragon Series Awards, he was nominated for Best Lead Actor in Through the Darkness. The Bexang Art Awards, he was nominated for Best Actor in Television for Through the Darkness. And then the Korea Drama Awards, he was nominated for the day sing. For Through the Darkness, and then at the APAN Star Awards, he was nominated for the Top Excellence Award in Through the Darkness. And um, if you haven't heard his acceptance speech for the day song for Through the Darkness, yeah, I was gonna say that like it's fantastic. So you can find the awards show on Cocoa, completely <laughs> subbed, but it's 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 the best. Uh, I did he, find it very amusing when you actually search for Through the Darkness on Cocoa to watch it, it also pops up the award show. Oh, that's cool. Like, it knows. It yeah, knows. it's like, you're here for that, right? You're here for this. Um, yeah. But, like, the big thing with that is that he, the who he mentions in the award is, is I think, very telling of who he is as a human being, um, because we'll talk about more about, like, Through the Darkness, but Through the Darkness, he plays a real person, so the things that happen yeah. in the show are kind of real things you know um and he made a point of uh, acknowledging the families of those who were uh, victims 
uh, of some of the, the serial murderers that they talk about in the show. Uh, it was one of the first things he said in his acceptance of speech, but he also found it really interesting. He made point of talking about the, the actors who were playing those roles in the show. And he acknowledged how uh, brave it was for them to do that kind of role, knowing that the public perception of them could be tarnished because they can't they won't be able to like separate them as like an actor because they are really terrible people and you thought they were extremely brave and they also got to showcase like their acting skill and it was just it's a beautiful speech like it's so good really uh we'll talk about through the darkness in a little bit yeah uh, because listen we got a lot to get through (laughs) we really do okay so here's how we're gonna do the filmography here He's got one, like, okay, so we'll start off in 2000, this is going to seem bizarre, but it makes sense in my mind. Just stay with me. The Natalia logic is going. He made, uh, in 2007, we're going to start with this, he had, like, he was part of, like, a miniseries omnibus special called Several Questions That Make Us Happy. So it was sort of like a TV special. He was in that. It's just about, like, normal people and their problems. So that's, like, impossible to find. But if you find it, go nuts. So that's like the TV special he made. Now, we're going to do movies after this, and then we're going to do TV at the, as the third thing. That is my order. The TV special, movies, TV. All right. Okay, we, we got this. We're here. Right. We're here. Let's go. Right. <laughs> so um, basically, for movies, uh, he had basically a uh, un- practically uncredited uh, role in the... Nope, sorry. I'm confused. Cut. Okay, starting for movies. His first movie he was in was in 2004, where he had a bit part, a real, real bit part in the movie called Low Life, uh, where he played a nameless police officer. Uh, the movie's basically like a gangster film set in post-Korean War. Korea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2006, he finally gets a named role uh, in the movie Don't Look Back. Uh, now, when I tell you the plot of this movie, it's fucked up, okay? <laughs> Stay with me. Uh, so it's a movie about a phone technician who illegally taps a woman's phone because his friend's trying to blackmail her, um, but then falls in love with her through her phone conversations, and she doesn't know he exists. <laughs> so, um... Uh, yeah. No romance. Uh, so he just plays like a friend of a friend. Like he's not, he's, like, not involved in any of that whatsoever. Uh, in 2006, he got his main role in the drama No Regret, where he the played- movie. Oh my fuck! Okay, Jesus. Okay. Oh, that's, it's fine. It's like the it's you know how it's movies drama is what you yeah. It is what it was. So in 2006, he got his first main role in a movie uh, where he played a rich gay man from a conservative family who falls for a gay orphan who works at a host bar. Uh, Sky, you watched, you looked this movie up. What were your thoughts? Um, it was, I thought it was really well done. It is very sad. Mm-hmm. Um as far as if you're, it, it's not on any of the typical legal yeah. environments that you Oy would mating. go look for. <laughs> so, so as far as like, probably a lot of people aren't necessarily going to go seek it out. But um, he did a really good job. Like, a lot of screen time. Um, 
and yeah, really, really emotional and hmm. stuff. So I thought I thought they did a really good job. I wonder if Gaga Wula has like a request form. That Ooh, we they might. It mm. Always thinking, always thinking. Do, do they go super? Risky? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just making no, sure it's just it on there. Hey yo. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> oh, I mean, obviously, I'm obviously one of the main characters works at Host Bar, so like, yeah, yeah. Sex is, <laughs> sex is a part of this film. Yes. Uh, and sex is a part of many a film on this list. So. <laughs> it's a part of many a life. <laughs> many, many a love story. Um, okay, so in 2008, he had a support role in Public Enemy Returns, uh, which is a sequel to the movie Public Enemy, uh, in which a cop is investigating the murder of a high school student and is led to a man who employs three of the victim's school friends. Kim Jong Gil, one of them friends. Uh, in 2008, he had another support role in the movie Modern Boy, uh, the plot of which is a man whore slash government general in the 30s occupied Korea falls. This is a real plot. Falls for a mysterious femme fatale who basically like frames him for a bombing, all sorts of shit. Anyway, Kim Nam Gil plays a d- Japanese detective and did win an award. For the record, I looked high and low for this because I was it's super invested. Okay, Sue is in it as well. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Got, you can't it, find looks, it. it looks like something we would enjoy. And, like, yeah. the costuming looked really mm-hmm. cool. I was like, but I just want to see a part of it. won an award for it, and we can't <laughs> find it. Uh, in 2008, his, his first big movie role, like, big as not as in, like, main role but like big as in people were like oh take a look at that guy uh was in portrait of a beauty uh where a woman is forced to take over the identity of her brother a court painter whose name she had been using for her own painting career because you know women misogyny women aren't allowed to be painters uh after he commits suicide uh however her paintings of women are considered obscene um real yeah yeah, like ooh, like that's actually what women look like like. (laughs) yeah Gil plays her uh, her lover Mm -hmm. anyway you know it'd be what it'd be uh it was did anyone else watch no i didn't i didn't get around to it okay Okay. i really liked it i thought it was really good um yeah i've heard good things i've heard good things so it's risque too just in case you were wondering um but yeah, like, I thought it was fun, because there's cross-dressing, obviously, because, mm-hmm. you know. To protect to be your brother. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it doesn't end happy. I'll, I'll literally say that for you, but mm-hmm. his, his well, character is really. History, so. His, his yeah. character is very, like, low-born, uh, spice of life type person. So, okay. like, nice. it, it's a fun character, um, but kind kind of. Since since the main role, the girl who's pretending to be a who is a court painter pretending to be a male, of course, um, so sheltered, you know, so over there in mm-hmm. high society stuff. So he kind of shows her life essentially, and then that's she sees women bathing, and so then it kind of like oh, like normal people are like this, and so she mm-hmm. kind of she goes to a brothel and like paints normal people are like this, and she doesn't see anything obscene about it she's it's the beauty of people yeah she it wasn't even really a sexual thing to her it was just like this is people being people and so whenever the conservative court people see this it's like how dare the a 
breast? Oh, a yeah. female presenting nipple? So that's why, like, it was pretty, and it was very, very pretty, very well done. The costuming was great, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Oh. Uh, he had a very small guest role in the 2009 movie Handphone, uh, the plot of which is an actor threatened by his ex girlfriend who's put salacious material mm-hmm. into his cell phone. <laughs> Uh, that becomes more topical as time goes on, doesn't it? The plot of that film. Uh, in 2010, he was the main lead. This, this movie, okay. Was the, was the main I, I didn't end up watching it. Okay. Oh, I did. Okay. Oh, well, oh, yeah. Okay. He was the main of the movie Lovers Vanished, um, where he plays uh, a, a wrongfully convicted convict who escaped, <laughs> who escaped prison. By giving himself HIV. Oh my god! Because he's told that if you have AIDS, you will be released from Korean prison. This is not true. And it's not true. And he... Oh no, I can't say. In order to seek revenge for being falsely imprisoned. But that... That goes awry. So he just ends up going to meet the ex-girlfriend of the prisoner from whom he gave himself AIDS. It's a wild movie. It's a wild movie. Uh, it's a... But it's like Mokjong storyline, but mellow acting. Yeah. Oh. It's like, imagine... It's very if, sad like, and if, very... If a, if a slice of life had a wild plot behind yeah. it. Yeah. Um, like it's, will... it's draining. I would say yeah. it's, it's draining. It's very heavy. Yeah, and I will warn people. It is on Tubi if you want to watch it, but I will mm-hmm. warn for free. But I will warn I people. It's also on Cocoa. Is, yeah. is it? I think I, so. I was yeah. yeah. Um, there is a uh, rather not. I wouldn't say explicit, but like graphic is the wrong word. But um, present rape scene. Mm-hmm. So if that is a trigger for you, uh, don't watch this movie. Also, suicide. Yeah, suicide. Uh, also, anyway, it's it, a yeah. wild movie. It's a wild movie. And we're only talking about, like, half of it. The the main female, her story is... It's wild as well. Like, wild, too. I liked it, though. Like, I yeah. thought it was good. I, just, I, like, I, like, didn't... I liked it, but I was just like... When I was like, hey, Scott, this movie's fucking wild. <laughs> I was like, uh... <laughs> like, unhinged. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in 2014... Uh, he starred in The Pirates as a bandit who decides to give up banditry for banditry on the sea uh, in order to hunt for a state seal that was swallowed by a whale. Fun movie. Fun, fun. movie. Very fun. What What I found funny was like, so since this was the first role I saw him in, I was I liked I liked his character mm-hmm. bouncing off of Sonny Jen's character. Like that that was that was a fun chemistry thing. And then later on when I watched the drama Shark, they were the main two people in that too. So I was like, that was fun. Aww. But uh the pirates, it, I've talked about it before back when I first watched it, but I'm gonna talk about it again for a second. It's everywhere. It's on YouTube. Yeah, like it's it's mm-hmm. it's literally everywhere, and, and when I say YouTube, like it's legally on YouTube. Um, <laughs> like YouTube put it on. It's not like quite like it's reverse air quotes like, YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, YouTube. It's everywhere. User X four thousand B nine six four two. Yeah. Um, pretty much. If you like Pirates of the Caribbean, go oh, watch yes. the Pirates. Like I yeah. just that's always my selling line. Like if that's something that you enjoy, 
because like my husband he he likes Pirates of the Caribbean so I made him watch it when I was re-watching it for this episode and so afterward he really really liked it and afterwards I was like so compared to Pirates of the Caribbean which do you prefer and he's like this one this one's like yeah it's really because it doesn't stop it doesn't really stop to have conversations it just it's action the entire time (laughs) so he really enjoyed it uh in 2015 he uh, was the main in a movie called The Shameless, where he played a jaded cop who was offered money by a mobster to maim an enforcer during an arrest, only for that to, to go wrong, and he ends up running away with girlfriend of this mob, this love, there's like both, anyway, it's a, it's a toxic mess of a relationship chart, to <laughs> be honest. Did um, you watch it? No, but I, I was looking into it, and I was like, ooh, that's a hot mess. I watched it. <laughs> I watched The Shameless. And was it um, a hot mess? <laughs> it was a hot mess. Wow. Yeah. He 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 goes under like he he does a different name and like he is mm-hmm. he he plays he doesn't play a cop. His cop goes undercover and like it's all a thing. It's yeah, it's it's pretty I'm not saying it's graphic. It's 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 kind of sad. It's mm-hmm. violent. Um there's really good fight scenes like if you're into like fight scenes. Um a lot of like just drugs and abuse and yeah stuff yeah, and as far shit. as yeah it's weird it's a, d- don't look there for happiness yes. put it that way like nah. uh, <laughs> following that energy uh in 2015 uh we have the sound of a flower um which was the story of the first professional female pansori singer in mm-hmm. korea and fun fact if you actually google her her there's a literal photograph of her so this was like in the oh, late cool. 1800s you can see an actual photograph of this woman and this whole story is all true um so he plays the father of the child king uh who then becomes infatuated with the singer played by bay Susie. now i will warn those out there uh if you got a real problem with uh middle-aged dudes being in love with teenagers this movie's gonna be a rough ride okay <laughs> like it's a good movie though i enjoy well it. and i i do want to insert like it's based on a true story as far as factually they know the they know the woman's name and they know yeah. like they know like how she ended up because yeah. you know affiliated with the king things like that but as far as the details of her personal life past yeah. that yeah. don't exist so like well like they do they do know in. that like like the main dude who's not like the main character on the movie is is her like singing mentor teacher, uh, yeah. was in love with her wrote several songs <laughs> about being in love with her despite being uh, many years her senior uh, but funny mm-hmm. interest i was like looking into her because i be while i was watching i was like this is so intriguing no one quite knows how she died but they think that the queen might have had her assassinated. Oh. So, oh, like oh. that's like a big theory is like that she was secretly assassinated. Like that, I was like, oh, mm. it's fucking wild. Like, damn. <laughs> Susie did a really good job in it too. Yeah, she did. She was great. Uh, that's also on Tubi for free if you want to watch it. So like, Kim Nam Gil, yeah, Kim Nam Gil plays the king-ish the, character. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the father of like the child king. So he's really the king. you know like but yeah yeah it was well done it was a real it was a good movie uh in 2016 he was the lead of the movie pandora where he plays a worker at a nuclear power plant the power plant of which claimed the lives of his father and brother previously uh 
who is now at work, just going to work when there is another nuclear meltdown at the power plant. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, I did, did a watch this film. It delivers exactly what the synopsis <laughs> promises you it is going to deliver. Is it one of those, if you like action movies, you're going to like this. Yeah, like if you like disaster movies, this is the movie for you. It's on Netflix. Um, I was, I was, I was in the States. It's on Netflix. I'll, I'll preface it this way. I was, I was getting ready to watch it and I knew, I knew it was a disaster movie. Yeah. Like I, I knew that, but I went and watched the trailer first. Cause my husband and I were considering watching it. And I was like, Oh, emphasis on sad for that. Nah, I think I'm good. Like, nah. <laughs> <Yeah. up. laughs> it was on, also on my now, list. So. Uh, but I still haven't figured out my, time management with life and things so i didn't get to watch as much as it. but it's, it's, it's there. a little pencil mark is right there <laughs> Planned a lot. like it's, it's literally exactly what you would expect the movie to be mm-hmm. like this it's what it is what it is uh in 2017 he was the main in oh, one day also on to be for free um where he plays an insurance investigator who's currently dealing with the death of his wife, but also investigating a case where a blind woman was hit by a car and left in a coma, and then he discovers that he can see the spirit of this blind woman who befriends him. And it is... We talked about it in the last episode. It is fantastic. Yeah, so how much did you end up liking it? Because I, I loved the movie. Oh, I loved it. I <laughs> loved it. It was so good. Um, and it's not... It's fun. really not a, like make you weep it's not trying to make you like unnecessarily cry or something mm-hmm. like that's not the aim just of it poignant so my whole thing is so i'm gonna do my little spiel <laughs> i think that one day is a really good movie for really anybody to watch if you can handle it it is about death it's about grief so like of course mm-hmm. do not do not go if you cannot handle it this moment or ever or whatever but it talks a lot about end of life care mm-hmm. um tough decisions with that stuff and the reality is that's stuff that we're all going to face someday so it's actually and it's when i say it's a light touch they don't make it silly or anything but it's simple the way they cover those things to where that's why it's a good kind of introduction to maybe thinking about those things for people that maybe Mm -hmm. haven't yet um and maybe start conversations with your family about those types of topics like yeah, that type of discussion sucks, but like we're all people, so yeah. like that's that's a thing. So, mm-hmm. but it's really well done. His character, he's just a dude. He's just a dude. Like a dude. he's literally just a dude. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's just trying to. He's not even like, oh, I'm a nice guy. He's just like, I'm, I'm just, just trying just to be <laughs> baseline average dude in every single way. Uh, reversing the energy of one day. <laughs> Um, in 2017, he was also <laughs> starred in Memoir of a Murderer, which is about a serial killer who was never caught, but now has Alzheimer's. Yes. Is, that is increasingly becoming more and more severe, suspects that his daughter's boyfriend, who is a local cop, played by Kim Nam-gil, is also a serial killer. Mm-hmm. When I tell you this movie is the most fucked up movie. It is. It's it is so, so good, though. It's so it good. So, it's so good. It is also on Tubi for free. If yeah. Like to so, watch 
So when you compare it to like through the darkness level of like showing like oh, show color color scenes shows color scenes. Way, okay. like yeah. through the darkness was on like network television so yeah yeah like and this, this is like more of like a not real type yeah it's very like and also a, like it, it, it he like the the main character is the serial killer so everything's told from his point of view but yeah. it's like and i always really like stories that are like you have a very unreliable narrator and he's the most the, unreliable yeah narrator the way that it unfolds on this movie is wild. really good it's, it's yeah yeah <laughs> like like it, it was a, so a ride good. like and you were questioning everything and it was like Perfect like by the end, you're like, way. is this man even a serial like, killer? Like, you, don't you don't even know. know. There's like just all know. this stuff. And, uh, oh. um, <laughs> so, and the uh, yeah. his daughter is played by um by what's her name from AOA? Sol Hyun. Yeah, Sol Hyun. Who is she's in uh, the awesome music video, you know? Yeah, yeah. she's yeah, so yeah. she's so good. She is like, good. Everyone, everyone in this movie it's doing yeah, the most. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, the, the main guy who plays the serial killer with alzheimer's phenomenal like I, kim nam gil is great in this don't get me wrong yeah. but like he's he's the star of the, the show it's, holy shit oh it takes you wild. on such a wild ride it's yeah i had a lot of fun watching that like it was a a good movie experience yeah uh in 2017 there's also memoir of a murder another memory that's literally just the director's cut mm. of memoir of a murder it's put as a different thing because okay. it actually has a different ending oh. than the original okay. um i could not find it i didn't try looking for it yeah, but... i was like okay i i, I thought it, before i hadn't like looked it up before so i was like oh they made like a sequel or something like i thought or yeah like, like a like, prequel i, I was like see, oh, yeah. yeah it was like oh no it's just a okay no oh, well director's cut uh in 2019 he started the odd family <laughs> zombie for sale Okay, so the plot of this movie is that a zombie escapes from, from like, the lab that's trying to, like, dispose of him, uh, and then sort of joins a family of oddballs, because they discover that his bite can make people youthful again. Mm -hmm. Or can it? Uh, Kim Nam Gil plays the middle child of the family, an only college graduate, who returns from working in the city after he got canned. Um, this movie is something. It's it's very much something. Um, it's something. It's goofy. I couldn't it's make like, it through, and I I, I, I had to drop it. Thing. And not only did I watch the whole thing, it was the first thing I watched this ooh, year. Ooh, I started my <laughs> year started off. Started great. I thought, like, I don't know if you picked up on this, but like with me, I thought, okay, so. It's a comedy, like that's mm -hmm. how it's yeah, set it's, up. Like it's a goofy, so it's a goofy which is like a normal thing, especially in yeah. zombie films. So like that, like didn't bother me. Actually, like the comedy thing, like didn't bother me, except for the fact that it was like weirdly boring <laughs> yes! comedy, and I was just yes! like, "What is? It's just a weird tone. It's like I I can't describe it any other way than like." comedy whispered and i don't like that doesn't make any sense but it's just it was comedy so, in lowercase yeah it was so weird like it was just it was like boring movie. and i was just like i don't know if i want to say this <laughs> and then like, i didn't it get much better like it like it's not the worst part is it's not like it's bad like it's not a terrible movie. Like, it's just not yeah, like, delivering what you want from it what i what made me 
go away from it wasn't like I was not liking people's performances or thought the even that like generally the lines were weird or anything it was just mm -hmm. like I'm just not feeling this this is just not what yeah. I want <laughs> yeah uh in 2020 he was a uh, main lead in the horror the cult classic horror the closet uh mm -hmm. where a man's daughter goes missing uh after they move to a house with real bad vibes it's real bad guy. real bad real but, bad vibes but he, yeah the the house doesn't real know bad anything vibes. he's not good uh, at those vibes <laughs> so yeah so the kid goes missing the dad no one is able to find this kid and then kim nam gil shows up uh <laughs> he plays an exorcist ghost hunter yeah he's more of like a cultist maybe like he's like uh, who an exorcist who like, but not really <laughs> Yeah, he's like, listen, I know what happened he just to your likes daughter. It. Your daughter was kidnapped by a ghost. He's like, I feel and, it. And there's been many children kidnapped <laughs> by ghosts. I watched it. It's also on Tubi for free. <laughs> I also oh, watched boy. it. Um, what, what a movie. Uh, yeah, like, it wasn't the best movie. Mm -hmm. um, but I do like, I, my personal, like, favorite brand of horror is Supernatural Ghosts paranormal stuff so like within that like it was a fun watch because it was yeah. my preferred genre um it was just it was not fine. as great as i wanted it um that was my thought as well i was like yeah. that was a movie and i watched it and i don't like regret the time i spent watching I didn't, yeah it. i didn't regret it like but it's like largely it kind it. of like forgettable in a way you know it's like eh. it like he was they were all everyone in it was, and it's so yeah. weird because like he was good in it the little girl the was great was, in it the main girl yeah they were all good in it yeah so it's just like okay it's just yeah. it is what it is yeah but it's fine it is what it is uh so in 2020 he had a cameo in the wacky plain hijinking hijinks comedy gone wrong uh okay madam where he literally plays a dude who gives himself sleeping pills to get through a flight and then sleeps through all the action on the flight. <laughs> and he's just sort of like a bookend comedy cameo. Uh, in 2022, he had a main role in the movie Night Trip, uh, where he plays a crime novelist. I think. <laughs> Listen, I had a hard time finding out information about this movie. Yeah, so he it. plays a crime novelist uh, whose novels suspiciously resemble real crimes that a detective is investigating so the detective starts to investigate him mm -hmm. uh, also in 2022 has it really been released like, i don't know if it actually that, has actually it was, it, I, okay it was it was at like a, a film, film festival. festival oh one of that but okay. it's not a release for any of us to enjoy yet gotcha so, gotcha i was like there also is in, no stars on it <laughs> also in 2022 uh he played the first officer pilot in a movie called Emergency Declaration, which is about a bioterrorism attack on a commercial flight between Korea and Hawaii. A lot of these terrorist attacks on flights between Korea and Hawaii, who knows why. Uh, I know that Sky and I watched this just last night. Yeah. We watched Emergency Declaration. Not together. Yeah. Not together, just independently we did. Um it, it's another one of those movies that delivers exactly what it tells you. <laughs> I will say, um, emphasis on bioterrorism attacks. Yes. So, like, okay. 
if you're thinking, okay, airplane disaster movie, that's still an accurate description. But I mean, you're talking like coughing and throwing up blood type yeah. situations. Mm. So not for the faint of heart when it no. comes to things like that. But as far as acting, brilliant. Like yeah. well, very well acted. If you go yeah, onto any I, site and look at the cast list, it's yeah. like every I star. Say, no, I'm I will say this this movie it was fun. Like I enjoyed watching it. I've never seen a movie like underuse someone like Im Shuan more in my life than I have this movie. Like he, he did great with his English like, though. He worked because yeah. because I watched behind the scenes interviews and stuff, mm-hmm. and he he talked all about like I worked so hard on my English because my character was supposed to be from America, guys. Like I worked so hard, <laughs> um, and like he does a great job, but it's like. They could have. They could have mm. given him so much more to do. Um, <laughs> I almost want to do like a like a spoiler episode about this movie because Sky and I had so many thoughts. We can. So many thoughts. <laughs> I just we gotta can. watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but yeah, uh, so as far as I recommend it for the acting and the cast. As far as I, I do want to like warn this, it was it was filmed completely before the pandemic began. And it um, shows. So as far as, do I think that this movie would have been made post-pandemic beginning? No. Like, no. it would have not been okay. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as, is it incredibly offensive or anything? No, 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 no. no, no but as far as, like... Just, you know, if it had been made today, it would have real read-the-room energy to it. You know right. what I mean? So, like... Mm-hmm. Since it was actually filmed before the pandemic, and, you know, I think that it was probably smart of them not to release it like before vaccines yeah um, but yeah I do know it was kind of like one of these things that was like majorly hyped up for a while too like as a big blockbuster type movie especially with the cast um so they probably were very much hurting that like they per- like probably spent a pe- pretty penny on this especially with the cast your you know just your cast budget alone is going to be huge and i'm sure that like you know the special effects or anything like that probably boosted it up but like i know that like they had intention of this being kind of like a the blockbuster hit and then got pushed back and pushed back and then finally we're like okay we're gonna do it (laughs) but they do on youtube there is an episode of game caterers or what Mm -hmm. game changers game caterers Game caters, and it's really fun. So, like, if you want to see all the fun hmm. cast do stuff, check it out. Cool. Uh, in 2020, we made a cameo in the movie Hunt, uh, where he plays a Secret Service branch agent in Tokyo. And the movie's a spy thriller set in the 80s about NSA agents searching for a North Korean spy. Mm-hmm. Fun. Uh, and in 2022, he's also the main uh, in a movie, A Man of Reason, which is also only shown at TIFF. It's yeah, not it's, uh, available yeah. yet for people to see. So when I tell you, I had to read several articles to figure out, and I still might be wrong. I'm pretty sure I know what his role is. <laughs> but stay with me. If I'm wrong, don't hold this against me in the future. I tried. I tried, and therefore, <laughs> no one should criticize me. Um, so basically, after the taking fall for a crime on behalf of his mob boss, a man leaves prison with the sole intent to quietly live out the rest of his life with his ex-girlfriend and their daughter that he just found out that he had. Uh, and Kim Nam Gill plays the right-hand man of said underworld boss, uh, 
who decides to send hitmen after him because he thinks he's got shifty motives. Okay. But he's not really going to stick with the crew, as it were. Uh, <laughs> so maybe that'll come out somewhere mm-hmm. soon and we'll get to enjoy it. Uh, and then sometime soon, sometime in the future, he's apparently going to star in a movie called Chosen uh, Firefighter, which is oh, a yeah. Sega comedy where he plays a firefighter in the chosen era (laughs) this might be his romantic comedy finally happening this could be it it, ladies gentlemen and non-binary really funny because there's only two people in the cast so it's a romantic comedy it's with kim sung hyun we don't know we don't know that this is a movie korean movies do whatever they want it could be the gay rom-com firefighters and chosen movie of our dreams i'd pay to watch that i, I would too hey you money. might as, you might as well start the fanfic now yeah like, Go just have it like i'm gonna up. write a, i'm gonna write a spec script i'll send it to like gill story entertainment be like yeah. yo my boy have i got the rom-com for you slides it across the table yeah <laughs> Uh, okay, so that's that's it for his movies, but we're not done yet because mm-hmm. he's also been in a ton of shows. Uh, in 1999, he had a bit part <laughs> in School One where he played a student back in the day. <laughs> and that was uh, his debut. That was his debut, his first time ever doing anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2004, he was in the, the, the show Sweet Buns, which is a 26 episode. <laughs> rom-com i i feel like it's one of those that like they didn't quite know what the title translated might have connotations <laughs> for uh he's just like a like a side like a you know a guest role essentially uh playing the fiance of like a secondary character like he's tight tight uh in 2005 he was a support role in the 163 episode long family <laughs> drama Be Strong Gum Soon. <laughs> I'm going to go out and say I did not even look for this one. No. No. Nope. Um, so in 2005, he also had a guest role in the political drama, the political, uh, like military drama, The Fifth Republic. Um, it was basically like a bit. Bit role, mm-hmm. so he didn't have like a big role in it whatsoever, uh, which is about the takeover of the Korean government in '79. Uh, and as we previously mentioned, he was in my lovely Samsoon in 2005. Uh, he played a, a doctor. He had he had lines. Um, yeah. pretty much one of the I think the second um second lead female character. I think she goes in and has some doctor friends that she speaks with, a mm. couple, and uh, that's the dude. He's, He's one the of them, dude. and he. Yep. Always has a sucker. Like he doesn't. He he just has like chatty chat stuff, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in twenty two thousand six twenty six in twenty six <laughs> uh, in two thousand six he had a main role in the ensemble uh, drama Goodbye Solo, his first sort of like main credited role, which is sixteen episode KBS drama. Um, that's basically about all the people in this neighborhood whose lives interact, told through. Uh, the story, like, told through the eyes of, like, the a, a mute lady in the neighborhood who runs a little restaurant. Hmm. So, these are, a lot of these, like, the older, like, if it's before 2010, 
good luck, my friends. This, with well, this, this, this next, next one. one, this next one's on Vicky. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I might have watched some of it. <laughs> Ooh. Whoa. So in 2006, he uh, he had a support role in the drama Lovers, uh, which is about a businessman and gangster and a plastic surgeon. I assume <laughs> they become lovers. But he's not yeah. either of those people. He's a gangster is what he is. <laughs> and he's Love kind it. of like the comedic relief. Like... Kind of, okay. there was a scene where, like the main the main gangster guy, like something happened to his shirt or something. He's and so he looks at Kim Nam Gil's gangster character and is like, "I want your shirt," you know, like just now <laughs> you're gonna have to wear the loud looking Hawaiian shirt because I don't want to wear it. Like I'm gonna wear this nice, you know, I'm gonna take mm-hmm. your shirt. Just that type of character, like the goofy, yeah, gangster. It it looks. Exactly like you'd expect it to look. For a two, super for dated. A, super for dated. A Twenty episode gangster rom- <laughs> drama. But you can watch it. <laughs> you can watch the whole darn thing if you want to. I just looked for where Kim Nam Gil popped up. That's what I was. Yeah, I was thinking. like going into like Vicky and stuff, and they're like Kim Nam Gil. Okay. <laughs> uh, in. To, uh, 2007, he was in the drama When Spring Comes. Uh, he had a main role in that. The, um, what's really funny on this is on my drama list, the very first the review is, I watched this drama for Kim Nam Kim <laughs> Nam <laughs> um, But they liked but they it, so. They, liked it. Yeah, they said it was pretty, it was pretty fun. Uh, little, romance is lukewarm, but you enjoy it. That's what they said. <laughs> The you know love triangle that I assume Kim Nam Gil is a part of, uh, second male lead energy <laughs> coming from the posters and everything. Uh, have not seen this one. Did anyone know? I, I don't. I'm not sure that it is anywhere. I don't think we had a limited was. we had a limited time to find these things. You know. Well, and they have to exist somewhere too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they have to we have to be able to find them. Uh, and then of course the role that made his career. Um, he was a main lead in Queen Sunduk, which came out in 2009. I'm going to be real, it's 62 episodes long. <laughs> I didn't have time. I didn't have time. So this, this is on watching platforms. I did go check out his character, like when his character pops up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which, for the record, so like, this was very intentional, like, the production crew knew that that character was going to be like a fan favorite character. Mm-hmm. So it was very intentional that they waited until episode 21. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. No, I see if I had decided, yeah, I'm going to watch this because I would have been so mad. Every episode, <laughs> you're like, like what? what is this? What's going on? Oh my on? God, then the episodes right. were 65 minutes long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it is also so like, if you're thinking, oh, it's a historical, it must be beautiful. No, this was during the days that historicals weren't pretty yet. Like, it's, mm-hmm. you Lovely. know, bad but costuming. Is it, is it, yeah, is it enticing? Is it entertaining? I, I don't know. People loved, it, so. people loved it, but his character, like, as far as when he shows up, I think he's kind of like the long-lost son of one of the royal family or something, mm-hmm. but... He he's very he looks lowborn, um, bedraggled, but like it's all about he's just about his food, and but he's like, really good at fighting. Go, like, gonna be honest, looking at a pic of him in it, mm, 
Well, a lot of people fell in love with him from, yeah, I from can see why. I can see why. Like, but uh, it's pretty see. much like, did he kill a ton of dudes just over the fact that they knocked over his chicken that Probably. he was eating? Yes, that is definitely what he did. <laughs> and so then, so like he slaughtered all these dudes and he has blood on his face and then he does this little smirk and that's oh, pretty much yeah, what everyone yeah. was like, oh, okay. we're gone. All right. <laughs> all right. Is his character doofy as heck? Yes. But like, hey, he smirked when he killed people. So there you go. It it also has uh, Yu Sung Ho as, I assume, a child actor at this point. Because this is a while ago. Uh, So that's interesting. Anyway, uh, that's that's available places. Uh, this This is another one that I saw. Didn't realize he was in. He had a cameo role in the 2010 drama Personal Taste, which was one of the first dramas like it was very early on in my drama watching i watched it like the first couple of episodes very early on but definitely not the kim numgill episode uh he plays man sitting in cafe in episode 11 so (laughs) watch out for that uh and now in 2010 he was the main role in the drama bad guy which i believe sky watched the entirety of I sure did. I I worked hard for this episode. <laughs> um, That's perfect. So bad guy, bad guy was probably the first for this episode. Like when I was doing extra watching for this episode, bad guy was the first one I picked up because <laughs> because it had 2010 energy, oh, like yeah. mm-hmm. the styles, super 2010. The cast, how am I gonna say no? When mm-hmm. Kim J. Wook is also in the main cast. There like, I am going to pick that up. And, and then Jung also, so yeah, I forgot. Really cool. I didn't know at the time. I turned it on. I was like, Jung So Min, she was a super young character. Um, that didn't stop that character from trying to hook up with his character. But <laughs> like, it's called Bad Guy for a reason, okay? Like, so it, it's a revenge story, like, straight up revenge story. He is. He starts off as a stuntman, so he you see him doing like crazy like skydiving and all types of stuff. Um it is a weird show. <laughs> it is super addictive. Like I binged it so quickly. Um he, he has very sexy energy, like he's trying to woo like <laughs> Man the entire energy. family. Like it's <laughs> It's all a thing. It's it's typical revenge story as far as are you looking for a happy ending? Do not come forth for this show. Like mm. just no, just but uh I had a really good time watching it. Super dated. Do I really recommend it? Only if you want what I just explained. Like super dated. <laughs> um is he a heartwarming character? Not really. Like <laughs> Do you feel for him he though has, sometimes? Has a sure. real douchey mustache in it. His hair is glorious <laughs> though. He has a lot of ponytail action. Oh, love it. I mean, love it. as as does Kim J. Wook. Like the outfits okay, and the you know. hair. But then it, it's great. We'll get we'll get in fact, the day, yeah. get the day. In fact, know? is is there some bromance energy between their two characters? Oh, there is. Oh. Like it's great. Stop. You don't have to sell us anymore. <laughs> We're there. Stay less. As far as is the plot confusing as heck. Good <laughs> luck with the plot. Uh, in t- 
2013, he had the main lead in another drama I know, Sky. <laughs> I actually did. I did start this one too, uh, called Shark. It's also called uh, Don't Look Back. On but this one's on Vicky, right? It's on Cocoa. Well, I'm, that's where I'm. I'm sure Cocoa or Vicky, depending yeah. on what your settings are. Um, it might be under Orpheus too. It's kind of hard to make pop up. Mm. Just. It's a thing. Uh, I think I saw it yeah. when I was looking in Vicky under Kim Nam Gil specifically. Yeah. Uh, it's got him. It's got Song Sonya Jin in it. It's got Ha Sun Jin. I love Ha Sun Jin so much. It's it's such a good show. Um, so Natalia, how did you feel about the bit that you watched? I'm I'm in it. I'm, oh I'm God, it has watching. So I'm gonna it. keep watching. Yes, it has. That's so. BT dubs, it has him in it. Like that's a big deal. And he has a lot of screen time. Don't don't be confused. Oh my gosh. He's on a lot. Okay. Oh, um man. however, yeah. I, w- I I will forewarn. They do flashback episodes at the beginning for like a handful of episodes. So it's the characters when they're in high school. So it sets up really like good. it is a revenge story. It was on my list of like the drama to try. I just didn't get to it. So I actually so check it out sometime um the high school the people playing the high school character high school version of the characters super good job the dude that plays his high school version um kim nam gill's character's high school version he got a won- an award for it oh, like wow. he's brilliant um it was really good th- okay. they did just great um do i have it like, again is it kind of it's less confused it is less confusing than bad guy Shark, as far as if you're picking one, definitely pick Shark. Shark is actually a okay. brilliant show. Yeah, I would I would give awards to Shark if I could. Would I give awards to Bad Guy? No, like I just had fun watching it because it was. I mean, I can crazy. change my 2013 and just put. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think you really might like it. It is so yeah, it's very revengey. Um, okay. Does it maybe that d- d- jump the shark right at the end? It might. Um, like every so, drama in that time period, too. <laughs> so yeah, like as far as as far as if you're really needing a narratively correct ending, good luck. But okay. like, that's that. Um, he does a great job. Did you get to see him? Like, so Natalia, you okay. watched a few episodes. Did you get to see him doing a lot yet? Because not, like, not yet, not yet, not yet. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm excited to keep watching. That's all I have to say. Uh, but yeah, it, even he he has a lot of shared screen time with mm-hmm. So Hyuk. Like, there's just a lot of. I think a lot of mm-hmm. people would really enjoy it. Sunny Jin is great in it. She is a prosecutor, as too. Like mm-hmm. in high school, they knew each other and all these things. But also, she is a prosecutor, and her of a Chable family. Like, I mean, it's all this family crap. So mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Everyone, go watch it. Um, Vicky Kokwa, whatever you want to find it on. Cool. In 2017, he starred in Live Up to Your Name, where he plays like a doctor from the Chosen era who time travels into the modern world and then time travels back to the Chosen era, bringing a hot doctor with him. <laughs> um, it's, it's like a comedy, like a romantic fantasy comedy situation. Uh, I did not get around to it, unfortunately. This is not something Jesse's going to pick doesn't up. Jesse. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I watched a couple episodes, like, a couple years ago. Just, I, 
I wasn't I wasn't even like mm-hmm. tracking him at the time. I just saw it on Netflix or something and mm-hmm. somewhere random and I just decided to try it. I do remember it. it being brought up, so Yeah. Yeah, it it, it just didn't set well yeah. with me. Like it's it's the So Kim Nam Gil has a variety of genres that he covers in his dramas. This is very representative of the hyper comedy one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so you, you got to be okay with like yeah. the comic book character silly faces and stuff, mm-hmm. which some people find that charming. So that's that's great. Like if that's something that you dig, some people fell in mm-hmm. love. Like this is the role that some people like really yeah. fell in love with him. So I, I've heard that the chemistry isn't that great. Mm-hmm. When I watched the beginning, they, you know, I'm I'm hardcore enemies to lovers, but they were just off putting together. <laughs> so I just didn't have a good time. So like. That's why I didn't. Yeah, so I was looking at some of the comments that seemed to be like, yeah, it seemed like they don't have the energy. The energy's yeah. weird. And I'm not picky about that stuff, but, but the energy was off. It's a got a high rating. I mean, like, it's my drama list, so that doesn't matter. But still, like. Yeah. People love I know that there's lots of people who really love it. So yeah. that might be you. you like it? Good for you. No, yeah, absolutely. That. Yeah. Uh in 2019, Fiery Priest. <laughs> I tried, guys. <laughs> this is also Je- not a Jesse Earl. I knew that. <laughs> I tried to watch The Fiery Priest so many times. And it's not that he's not good in it. He's great in it. Oh, he is. He's got to be great. There's a second season of it. <laughs> <laughs> and he won so many awards. Yeah. It's not for me. It's- mm-hmm. So it's super cartoony on purpose. It is based on a comic book type situation um webtoon so like again if that's not your jam to to the point where even the way they filmed it it's he punches somebody and sometimes they purposely do like slow-mo of the blood coming out of the nose like it's supposed to be silly yeah um as far as if you're wanting some really good fight scenes though it does have them to its credit and you also get Kim Won Hae in guy liner and leather pants. Which, so like that enjoy. is a selling point with enjoy. really weird Russian accent. So like it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Um I, I do say there was there's a scene at the beginning, two scenes at the beginning that I think are actually really funny, and I think that a lot of people would genuinely find funny, mm-hmm. even if the rest of the show is not really your cup of tea. And those two scenes, and it's not giving anything away, the two scenes are there is a Korean shaman performing an exorcism in this community and uh, the dude's faking it. And so Kim Nam Gil's mm. priest character comes in and like kind of threatens the guy mm, and yeah. it kind of reveals that like he's faking it. And so like, it's actually really funny. And then he figures out the shaman was kind of fleecing the town for money. And so he's, he ends up chasing him on these like salt flats and like, just really like, who put you up? I told you to not take money from the elders. So, like, it's this sense of justice that this yeah. character... And so then from there, he goes and he finds whoever put him up to it. So it's all really funny, and it's a lot of fight scenes. So you get... You yeah. can get pretty much your fill within a good 20 minutes of the first episode. But also, the secondary scene that I find really, really funny is he ends up in the police station after beating everybody up. And yeah, as far okay, as will, but that one was pretty good, <laughs> so this one's it's cute. So like, he's in trouble. He's still, he has anger problems. So he's still like yeah. he's almost about mm-hmm. to fight with the cops as he discusses this. But who comes in? But 
another Catholic priest, his buddy, pretty much the prosperity gospel preacher, and the Buddhist monk. And they all are, like, trying to vie with the cops for, like, just let him go. You know, really trying to argue with the cops. His heart's in the right place. Like, he just got so upset because of how these people were treating the elders. Like, he's a good priest. And you you get the vibe. You get the vibe that Kim Nam Gil's priest character has done this enough that, like, the cop literally cannot let him go. So he puts him in the back in a cell. Well, in the meantime, (laughs) these three guys, they're like, we're going to be as annoying as humanly possible until you let him go. So you got the Buddhist monk on his knees with his little, like, (laughs) bell thing. You got the prosperity gospel preacher yelling with his Bible. (laughs) And then you got the uh, the priest chanting in Latin. Like, so they're just being so obnoxious. When when religions hold hands, there (laughs) can be true peace. So it was it was funny. Like as far as do you see that a ton later? Not really, but like it it was funny. Mm-hmm. There are charming parts. I think the big part of his character that is nice is they do show his PTSD, like what caused his PTSD when he mm-hmm. was in special forces. They show that a lot. So if that's a thing, it does involve children. Um but pretty much what keeps him going and getting angry about stuff is kids people keep screwing over kids and he gets really really angry and like rightfully so and he keeps on like fighting corruption but it's very typically the comical corruption levels like so again it's not everyone's cup of tea i don't know if i'll be able to watch every last bit of it i was definitely centering on the kim nam gil scenes Mm -hmm. there are some really charming characters though there is a there's a younger female detective character that she's kind of like dresses hip hop according to them quote unquote. But she <laughs> she's she uh she has a martial arts thing that like she's really good at kicking. So when she and his character are both like kicking butt, really good fight scenes. So it's fun. Obviously some people adored it. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I oh, heard a lot. One thing I did actually want to say about the fiery priest, the cast got very very close. The reason for that was a lot. So he didn't know this going in, but he's he's talked about this. I don't remember what show, but most of those actors and actresses, they felt like they were. It was kind of it kind of felt like their last show offer that they were getting, essentially, because things were kind of starting to dry up for them. Mm -hmm. And so they were kind of all struggling and. So as far as they really wanted to come together to make a really good quality version of this type of show, like they they wanted to do the best that they could. And according to Apocalypse, they did so. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, but they they really revealed like he Kim Nam Gil was struggling, and he didn't know that pretty much he figured out all of his peers on this show were too, Mm -hmm. and so they really confided in each other, and they were really good support system to each other, and so then the fact that it got. He was thrilled at how popular the show got because he was able to take entire bits of the cast onto variety shows and stuff and give them screen time and get them in front, like, helpfully Mm -hmm. get them more jobs. And so he really, so whenever he won all these awards, he, like, all the cast would cry for each other and stuff, genuinely. Like, they were just all very happy about their combined success as a team. And that's so like, even though it might not be like my favorite show, 
it's a very heartfelt show for the cast and Mm -hmm. i think that's really really cool also one side note honey lee honey honey lee Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call her she was in shark with him back in the day they were great in that and her character is kind of bothersome and fiery priest but whatever but like they're funny they're funny in the fiery priest together but as far as behind the scenes they're really great friends that's nice mm-hmm. they've known each other forever I like obviously I like so it. but i wanted to say that about the cast seems like they really support each other and i that's, cool. that's the type of thing i'm like oh so anytime you see parts of that cast together and you're like wow they're super close yeah that's why yeah. they kind mm-hmm. of struggled uh, speaking of Honey Lee, he uh, had a cameo role in her next show, Won the Woman, in 2021, where he was just, just one episode, just cameo, you know, <laughs> friends being friends, that sort of thing. And then 2022. 2022 happened. <laughs> Through the darkness. Which is my where, number one show of 2022. <laughs> where he plays uh, basically the first profiler in Korea. In Korea. Um the show is incredible it's so good it's, it's incredible i i was thinking we should do a spoiler episode on it when you, yeah, we when should. you get finished we should yeah. probably do it i like, i'm i'm to episode eight so like I, I'm i've been trying to. really hard to find a, a translation of the book because it's mm. based off of the book written by the his character is based on the korean profile um but the book is also co-written by like one of the first if not the first japanese profiler too like it's it's got a tie in there so i've been trying to find it and i just haven't but i i really enjoy the show i'm not gonna go much into it because we've just we've just now decided that yeah we're gonna definitely yeah do Uh, we're penciling that in but um i just love how realistically it portrays the frustrations that these people have Mm -hmm. like this, this profiler and his team have dealing with like the biggest obstacle to them solving crimes is not criminals. It's other cops. And that's, listen, and they touch on it like very much. So in the show, if you watch enough serial killer documentaries and crime documentaries, (laughs) Jesse and I do, you very (laughs) learn that, the reason most serial killers don't get caught is. for so long is not because they're criminal masterminds. Yeah, they're, they're not great. It's because the policing is stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, the policing is very much stupid in this uh, because nobody understands it. Yeah, it's it's not yeah. like... And it's, not, it's not that they don't understand. They also refuse to listen to the people yeah, who do understand. Yeah, and this is like it's a huge change, too. Like, this is like yeah. a... Almost like a when you enter, like introduce a new technology into a place and people kind of yeah. just start, Can't like, shutting feel. down because of it. Um, it's incredible. This is it's so good. the so single, good. like, thing that I think... I mean, he's great in everything, but I think this is his best role. Like, hands yeah. down. I agree. I also agree. Like, he's... I think, like, what also makes it really great is that he, when you watch it, you understand how much care he put into the character. Like, he really did want to create this character with compassion and care and make it realistic. So that, like, not only was he not um, portraying the real person, but he was also not making a spectacle out of, like, things. Because it's, like, the, the 
things that happen and the serial oh, killers he's talking to because he spends a lot of time part of like the thing is he did what like every other like you know you know profile team does they start interviewing. interviewing serial killers that they already know of and try to figure yeah. out what Murderers. like they did what made them tick like what was like the, what they liked about it or whatever and trying to like come up with that through their notes and stuff and like these are like horrific horrific people and they're all yeah. real people like the Based real crimes people, yeah. yeah like i think they changed names and everything yeah yeah they meant it, yeah it changed a little bit but like it's it's hard but it's so good so good but also like so i'm totally not recommending that this show for people that of course could not handle Mm -hmm. watching something Mm -hmm. so i'm not i'm not saying that but as far as if you're if you are willing to watch uh, based on a true story and then the main character having a lot of heart Mm -hmm. and but not in a very genuine um way just really wanting to help people yeah and putting himself kind of in the difficult spot of solving these things just to try to save one more person and kind of even sacrificing you know kind of his own happiness on some level like as far Mm -hmm. as sacrificing himself for a while in his life it's just really well done even as far as his character is shown as somebody who doesn't express his own emotions all that well. And so he's already an outsider to his Mm -hmm. peers, even just because of that. Mm -hmm. And so then when he starts being a profiler and he starts discussing things in a certain way, always with care, but even just their quote unquote interest in these types of things, people find them off putting Mm -hmm. because it's very like, oh, why are you? Why do you want to know how yeah, like they're willing like, to thinks. hear these really yeah. horrific stories? And yeah, and so like, then then they kind of get doubts even from their peers. Like mm-hmm. that's essentially that's creepy, dude. Why are you being creepy? Like that's that's often the judgment that gets thrown at them. Um, it's very heartfelt, and so like I highly recommend it for that. We will talk about it way more later, mm-hmm. but I just want to emphasize I'm someone that doesn't typically go for these types of shows. Yeah. The fact that it's an introvert character that is very heartfelt in what he's trying to do, and it is conveyed very well throughout the entire story. Yeah. I think it's a very good insight into... It's not like he's inwardly narrating the entire time, mm-hmm. but you almost feel it as you see his it character. Doesn't, he doesn't, like, inwardly narrate at all, but you, like, right. feel like he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's, it is very, very well done, and that's... It's a shame it didn't get more awards. I mean, you heard earlier the amount of nominations it got. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he talks about it a little bit in the that uh, Day Song Award. But, like, he, he, like, mentioned the show was at the very, very beginning of that year. So he, like, he was like, I wasn't expecting it to get any awards because of the position that it was in the year. And I think that mm-hmm. might have been also it, too. So, like, probably, you know, it was already, like, so far away by the time these, yeah, you know, awards came in that they just weren't being nominated. I think it should have gotten a lot more, too. But maybe it'll start to show up this year as well. You know, some of yeah. the other things. And I think yeah. it's on Vicky Kokowa as far as if you're yes. looking for it. yeah. Uh, and bringing it full circle <laughs> in 2022 slash 2023. 
He's starring in Island. I don't think we need to go into this too much. We did a whole episode about Island. He does a good job. Spoiler alert, we like it. Spoiler alert, we're into Island. Um, Oh, one thing I did read was he he started personally reading the webtoon that Island is based off of like when he was way younger like he's been a fan for a long time and that's why he initially rejected the role because he didn't he didn't want to mess it up he was afraid that he was going to mess it up but someone said you can't (laughs) immediately reject it like you got to trust that we would do it in a heartfelt way like we're gonna try our best man like give it a shot Dude, like Jesus, <laughs> but like it, it's right. nice that he was like a long time fan of the work, yeah. so like that's pretty cool. And you can sort of feel that because he's bringing that energy into the role, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. anyway, so that's that, that's him. He's got <laughs> apparently another show coming out this year called Song of the Bandits, but there's literally no information about it. So, well, there's a post a poster dropped like super recently. Oh, did it? Mm-hmm. it hasn't been updated on my drama list yet, so oh, shoot, it's him. On a horse oh, with I like see a cowboy it. hat and oh, a big shit. shotgun. Oh shit! They just they posted it in like the, the special images. Oh, okay. <laughs> Listen, oh. say less. You know, um, this is unlocking something within me. This is a different type of who knew energy. who you who knew you needed cowboy. Oh, is this going to be on Netflix? Netflix. Apparently. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, wait a minute. It's set in the twenties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say like, less. What? What? Say less, really. Like Plan to It has watch. someone in it. It has oh, Lee Hyung Wook. Oh Kim Sol Jin. Okay, never mind. Very excited for mm-hmm. this. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Say less. And there's a I don't know if it's even been confirmed that they're making Fiery Priest season two yet. I've heard conflicting. They, they I think keep it, talking it, about it. Got, it. it was a COVID yeah. usurp. So maybe that look forward in the future. But I, I, I feel like they might have like filmed, a, like started mm-hmm. filming and then things happened and then. Yeah. Then yeah. Things happen. Uh, anyway, that's 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 it. That's that's the, that's the man. That's- so you, if you haven't, you might have not seen him. He's been around a lot, but you haven't necessarily had to mm-hmm. have seen him. So go check mm-hmm. him out. Definitely, there's something for there's something for everyone. There really isn't yeah. that much rom com yet, but obviously he wants like, to do he's more. Looking for it. He's, he's, but he's watching he's the rom coms with you. Yeah, he's watching them. Yeah, so he's one of us. One of us, you know. Oh, by uh, the way, also he's he's on a, a lot of variety shows. He likes yes. to travel a lot. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of like actor friends and supporting actor friends that they go and do a tech ton of stuff. He was, yeah, he was on an episode of BTS's like Bang Bang. Oh, Bob, this yeah. And he's he, in Jin's new uh, booze show. So, <laughs> yeah, he's Jin, the, the reason Jin, so Jin wanted to be an actor from forever, and the reason was because he saw Kim Nam Gil. That's really cool acting. And so now that now they're buddies, that's pretty cute. Yes, <laughs> yes, it was. He's on my it. little old boy, which is easily found on like Cocoa. Master in the House is always easy to find. The manager was easy to find. Yeah, it's on Cocoa. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's the man, man. That's that's our, our, our little dilf. We call him okay, I'm calling him a dilf. He doesn't have any kids. <laughs> he's just married, he doesn't have any kids. He just he But just he has real- he has dad jokes. Yeah, yeah he, he does. He has dilf energy, okay? And those pictures at the you know 
they were the, that the gallery me. thing had yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway thank you for listening to this episode this very long episode but you know i feel like the deep dive episodes are always really long mm-hmm. especially when they have like such a large yeah breadth of work such as that is uh, available to consume that is, yeah that, uh, that helps a lot of it a lot of it is available which is and a lot of it's super free too Mm -hmm. so like Like, everything on tubi like all like there's like a bunch of movies on tubi for absolutely free yeah absolutely free like there's like two ads in a three-hour movie like go nuts uh anyway thank you for listening to our podcast this week uh we are wherever podcasts can be found but uh we are also on youtube all of our episodes go up on youtube and you should uh, go follow our youtube channel where we also do live streams they're super fun and we hope to see you there soon because who doesn't love a good mm-hmm. hang sesh uh anyway oh also if you want to check out links and time codes everything we talk about you got to go to our website certifiednunas.com where every single episode of ours has time codes and links and everything to literally for our four years of content is <laughs> all there like you can find all of it um and if you want to support this podcast you can go to patreon.com slash certified newness to become part of the patreon found family uh where we have a good time we put little extra little mini mini things every once in a while and uh we have a movie night every month uh where we actually just watched Okay, madam, we had a cameo. Uh, literally last week we did. Uh, and we hope, you know, and also patrons get special like badges on our Discord, which is free to join for everyone as well, where we talk about all sorts of stuff and we have a good time over there on Discord. Uh, it's super fun and we hope that you join us. Anyway, we hope you have a fantastic week. As always, keep washing your hands, keep wearing the masks when you go outside. Uh, think of your immunocompromised brethren, of which I am one. You can think of me every time you put a mask on. You can go, what would Natalia do? <laughs> anyway, and as always, keep enjoying Asian entertainment. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.